0: You ready? I'm ready. Okay, friend. It is nice to see you. You too. It's been a while. It has. Uh, Halloween has passed. It has. How was your
1: your Halloween? Good. I just um, just stayed home and watched um, a movie. That's right. Because you yeah. you turn the lights off. I do because there's too many. Yeah. I can't feed herds. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Now, did you watch spooky movie? Um, I watched Peaky Blunders for oh, the first time. Peaky Blinders, yeah. Yeah, or Blinders. Yeah. So I watched, I don't know, I think my husband was on the fifth episode or something. Yeah. I watched a little, but then I just, you know, yeah. don't
0: stop. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, so we, we had all the trick-or-treaters. Uh, we kind of had a feeling it was going to be uh, slow this year, and it was. Okay. Um, it was super slow until maybe, like, right before we turned off the lights, we had like two bigger groups. Okay. But it was still slow. Uh it's just not the same. It's not and not during the weekday. Mm. So, but it was nice, you good. know. The kids who came out, they were Aww. all happy and we there were a ton of Wednesday Addams. Really? Yes. There was Aww. so many girls were Wednesday Adams. How cute. It yeah, they were adorable. Oh good. And we had a couple of th- you know the um the blow up dinosaur. Yeah. Those are just funny like when they walk off, it's just like dong dong dong, yeah, dong dong It is funny. Anyway, it is, yes. But it was a good time. Good. Good to hear. Yeah. Yes. Now is there anything that you wanna talk about? Anything going on? No. Okay. Nothing's going on really. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well do you okay. want to start
1: us in prayer? Sure. Okay. Lord, I know you are with me and love me. Give me peace of mind as I prepare for this time of study. Help me to focus on my books and notes. Keep me from all distractions so that I will make the best use of this time that is available to me. Give me insight that I might understand what I am studying and help me to remember it when the time comes. Above all, I thank you for the ability to be able to study and for the many gifts and talents that you have given me. Help me always to use them in such a way that they honor you and do justice to myself.
0: In your name I pray, amen. Amen. All right. We are covering Isaiah chapters 40 through 51. I think I mistakenly said 41 through 51. That's my fault, but we're going to do 40 through 51. Okay. We're going to be reading quite a bit this session, so just buckle in. Okay. Now let's do a recap of Micah chapters 2 through 7, which was last session. Micah, the prophet, emphasized the need for justice and peace against Israel and Judah. He spoke against prophets who encouraged the people to feel comfortable in their skin. His prophecy telescoped two great events, Judah's return from captivity in Babylon, and the great gathering of all believers when the Messiah returns. And the purpose of this prophecy was not to predict exactly how and when this would occur, but that it would. So that's what we talked about last time. Yes. Now there's a little uh, paragraph before scripture. And it said, Nearing the end of his ministry, Isaiah now speaks of events that will occur after Judah is carried off into captivity. This includes the decree by Cyrus, who's the king of Persia, to release the remnant captives and allow them to return to Jerusalem after he conquered Babylon. But Isaiah also foretells the coming of the suffering servant, Jesus Christ, and describes his life and death with incredible detail. Isaiah also speaks about the coming of the new heavens and earth when God's people will be completely restored. Because all believers will participate in this new world to come, we can have confident hope in the future. Oh right. So getting to Isaiah chapter 40, verses one through eleven, the comfort for God's people. Friend, is there anywhere you want to start on there notes? Verses. Um, I'm. I will read
1: three through five. You thank you. Okay. So it says, "Listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through, through the wilderness for the Lord, make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God." Fill in the valleys and level the mountains and hills. Straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all the people will see it together. Beautiful.
0: Yes, thank you. Yes. Now, the note said, Preparing a straight highway means removing obstacles and rolling out the red carpet for the coming of the Lord. The wasteland is a picture of life's trials and sufferings. We are not immune to these. But our faith need not be hindered by them. Isaiah told the people to prepare to see God work. John the Baptist used these words as he challenged the people to prepare for the coming Messiah. And they referenced Matthew 3.3, 3, which said, For this is he who, has, who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his, his paths straight. It's still amazing that we have the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. you know, predicting things that are going to happen in the New Testament hundreds of years before. No kidding. Everything points to Jesus Christ.
1: Yes. In the Bible. It Mm -hmm. all does. Yeah. You know? And to think. The first book, Genesis, that's when the fall of man happened. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we have this beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, find out what we, what could have been, you know, it always is pointing to him. Yes. Always. But, you know, like, like in a book, the first chapter, we got the, the end of the book.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So. And that's what I do really enjoy about the chronological bible especially for a first time read yes because there are points later in the bible where it will reference something and you're like what did that where was that what did that mean yeah and but here you're you're just kind of going it's like oh this makes sense okay it's like more of a book like
1: yeah i know i agree with you
0: yes I, i do that way, you know what, later on when you have more of a feel for the Bible, you can go through it oh. the way, you know, the 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 regular way. Yes. I don't know how else to say it, yeah. but like the normal way. And uh, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. I remember okay. that, yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. So Isaiah 40, verse 11 says, He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother ship the mothership. Yeah. He will gently lead the mother's sheep with their young. Uh-huh. Anything else for
1: any notes or anything for here? I have on forty eleven God is often pictured as a shepherd, gently caring for and guiding his flock. He is powerful, yet careful and gentle. He is called a shepherd, the good shepherd, the great shepherd and the great great shepherd capitalized yeah capitalized note that the shepherd is caring for the most defenseless members of his society children and those caring for them this reinforces the prophetic theme that the truly powerful nation is not the one with a strong military but rather the one that relies on
0: god's caring strength anything else no
1: i don't have anything there
0: Moving on to Isaiah chapter 40, verses 12 through 31. The Lord has no equal. Uh, Yeah, anything there would you like to to read? Sure. I'll read 28
1: through 31. And it says, Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives... Power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Thank you.
0: One of the notes I had was trusting in the Lord is the patient expectation that God will fulfill His promises in his word, and strengthen us to rise above life's difficulties. Do you believe God loves you and wants the best for you? Mm -hmm. Can you relax, confident that his purposes are right? Are you convinced that he has the power to control all of life, and your life as well? Though your faith may be struggling or weak, accept his provisions and care for you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We all feel weak at
1: times, don't we?
0: Oh yes
1: yeah. when I was uh, younger my dad taught me a thing that I still use now and if I had something bothering me or something he'd say okay we're going to pray about it and we're going to lay that down till tomorrow and it just like I'm someone that is visual Mm -hmm. like thinking okay I have this big heavy rock we're going to pray and I'm going to lay it down tomorrow till tomorrow it's too heavy for today and you just always feel better in the morning anyway that is beautiful Oh, it i i you i still i've even told my children it it was a good lesson you know
0: what a blessing that your dad taught you things like that yeah
1: i i'm thankful and uh i just think that that you know our loved ones may leave this earth and we know where they go but those lessons we give our children are good because they'll rely on them yeah yes yeah
0: and I, I just I love that I really do because there are times when oh. just maybe mentally we can't quite handle something at the moment yeah okay let's let's lay it
1: down till tomorrow yes and like I, I've i been in spots like I don't know how this is ever gonna work I'm a me- I'm crying what is gonna happen here it's mm-hmm. dread yeah but then you just say, okay, let's let's gather up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then sometimes it's like, all right, Lord, get us through this hour. Yes. Get us through to the end of the day. Absolutely. Because you have to kind of break it down like that sometimes. There are, life, there are things that happen in life where it's like you have to go hour by hour. You
1: sure do. No kidding. Anything else? Um, I had a note that said even the strongest people get tired at times. But God's power and strength never diminish. He is never too tired or too busy to help and listen. His strength is our source of strength. When you feel all of life crushing you and you cannot go on another step, remember that you can call upon God to renew your strength. Mm -hmm. For sure.
0: Moving on to Isaiah chapter 41, verses 1 through 29, God's help for Israel. And I'm going to read verses 4 and 10. Okay. Who has done such mighty deeds, summoning each new generation from the beginning of time? It is I, the Lord, the first and the last. I alone am He. And then 10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And these things are being said in isaiah i know gosh amazing yes yes any notes um i have verse 20 to read okay before we get to that because i thought this was a longer chapter were there any notes you wanted to talk about? let me check okay
1: i have uh, a note that says god chose israel through abraham because he wanted to not because the people deserved it Although God chose the Israelites to represent him to the world, they failed to do this. So God punished them and sent them into captivity. Now all believers are God's chosen people, and all share the responsibility of representing him to the world. One day God will bring all his faithful people together. We need not fear because God is with us, says I am with you. God has established a relationship with you, with us. He, I am your God, and God gives us assurance of his strength, help, and victory over sin and death. Are you aware of all the ways God has helped you? No. No, we aren't. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely. I had a
0: note. Um, the king from the east, because it, it referred to the king from the east, mm-hmm. is Cyrus II of Persia, who would be king within a century and a half. He conquered Babylon in 539 BC and was responsible for the decree releasing the exiled Jews to return to Jerusalem. God could even use a pagan ruler to protect and care for Israel because God is in control of all world politics. Wow. Yeah. That's absolutely something to keep in mind. Yes, it is. That, that's who you depend on. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else or did you want to go to verse
1: 20? I can read 20. I don't have anything else. Okay, yeah. No, go ahead. Okay. All right. It says, I am doing this also. so, so this, so all who see the miracle will understand what it means. That is the Lord
0: who has done this, the Holy One of Israel who created it. They're really, now it is obviously emphasized throughout all our readings, but especially in Isaiah that god is the he is the one yeah the first and the last yeah for sure um thank you for reading that yes. were there any other notes there that i you don't read? have any okay isaiah chapter 42 verses one through nine and i'll be reading that we're going to read the whole thing okay and this is the lord's chosen servant look at my servant whom i strengthen he is my chosen one he pleases me I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. He will bring justice to all who have been wronged. He will not falter or lose heart until justice prevails throughout the earth. Even distant lands beyond the sea will wait for his instruction. God the Lord created the heavens and stretched them out. He created the earth and everything in it. He gives breath to everyone, life to everyone who walks the earth. And it is he who says, I, the Lord, have called you to demonstrate my righteousness. I will take you by the hand and guard you, and I will give you to my people, Israel, as a symbol of my covenant with them. And you will be a light to guide the nations. You will open the eyes of the blind. You will free the captives from prison, releasing those who sit in dark dungeons. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to anyone else, nor share my praise with carved idols. Everything I prophesied has come true, and now I will prophesy again. I will tell you the future before it happens. I love those verses and too. those paragraphs where it's like, this is it. This is it. He really Strike. lays it out. Yes. Yep,
1: he does. Uh, any notes for there? I have... Um... 42 1 through 9 it says sometimes called the servant song these verses are about the servant messiah not the servant cyrus both israel and the messiah are often called servant israel as god's servant was to help bring the world to a knowledge of god the messiah jesus would fulfill his task and show god himself to the world
0: Uh, one of the notes i had was These verses are quoted in Matthew chapter 12 verses 18 through 21 with reference to Christ. The chosen servant reveals a character of gentleness, encouragement, justice, and truth. When you feel broken and bruised or burned out in your spiritual life, God won't step on you or toss you aside as useless, but will gently pick you up. God's loving attributes are desperately needed in the world today. Through God's Spirit, we can show sensitivity to people around us, reflecting God's goodness and honesty to them. Yeah. I highly highlighted that last sentence. I know. You through God's Spirit, we can show sensitivity to people around us, mm-hmm. reflecting God's goodness and honesty to them. Yeah. Those are things that we absolutely have control of. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yes, we do. How we treat others, for sure. Yeah. Um, Any other notes for there? That's all I had. Okay. Isaiah chapter 42, verses 10 through 17, a song of praise to the Lord. This was very pretty. Mm -hmm. Were there any verses or anything that stood out to you, notes or anything?
1: I liked 13 where it said, The Lord will march forth like a mighty hero. He will come out like a warrior full of fury. He will shout his battle cry and crush all his enemies. And his enemies are our enemies. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I I love that. And I do have a note. Sure. Look at all the Lord will do for us and through us. Majestic works prompt majestic responses. Do you really appreciate the good things that God does for you and through you? If so, let your praise to him reflect how how you really feel beautiful that is beautiful thank I know. you of
0: course yes isaiah chapter 42 verses 18 through 25 israel's failure failure to listen and see uh any notes from there i have um
1: how um how could israel and judah be god's servants and yet be so blind how could they be so close to god and see so little Jesus condemned the religious leaders of his day for the same disregard of God. Yet, do we not fail in the same way? Sometimes, partial blindness, seeing but not understanding, or knowing what is right but not doing it, can be worse than not seeing it at all. For sure.
0: Yes. Thank you. Uh huh. Because it's true. Yeah. We, uh,. You know, we we do fail in the same way, really. Nothing's different after all these hundreds of years. No,
1: no. It's a little more comfortable
0: and cool in the air conditioner, but (laughs) that's about it. (laughs) Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 through 13, the Savior of Israel. And before we get into the verses, um, it said, Isaiah 42 ends with God's sorrow over the spiritual decay of his people. In Isaiah 43, God says that despite the people's spiritual failure, he would show them mercy, bring them back from captivity, and restore them. He would give them an outpouring of love, not wrath. Then the world would know that God alone had done this. So could you please read uh, 1 through 13, please? Yes.
1: But now, O Jacob... Listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you, says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia Ethiopia, and Seba in your place. Others were given in, in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours, because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, Bring my sons and daughters back to Israel, from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. Bring out the people who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Gather the nations together. Assemble the peoples of, this, of the world, which of their idols has ever foretold such things which can predict what will happen tomorrow. We are the witnesses of such predictions. Who can verify that they spoke the truth? But you are my witness, O Israel, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me, believe in me, and understand that I alone am God. There is no other God. There never has been and there never will be. I, yes, I am the Lord. And there is no other Savior. First I predicted your rescue, then I saved you and proclaimed it to the world. No foreign god has ever done this. You are witnesses that I am the only God, says the Lord. From eternity to eternity I am God. No one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo what I have done. Amazing. Yes.
0: And how amazing is it where it says... I traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. Beautiful. Be- that is beautiful. Um, let's see. One of the notes I had uh, regarding verses one through four says God created the people of Israel and they were special to him. God redeemed them and called them by name to be those who belong to him. God protected Israel in times of trouble. We are important to God too. If we claim to belong to God, we must never do anything that would bring shame on him, shame to him. And then the other note, um, going through rivers of difficulty will either cause you to drown or force you to grow stronger. If you go in your own strength, you are more likely to drown. If you invite the Lord to go with you, he will protect you. Mm-hmm. Any any notes? Anything else? Um, When I read this,
1: I'm someone who believes in predestination. And you can see some things that you could pick out from that to validate that for me. Like, for example, I have ransomed you. It's E.D. I have ransomed you. Like, talking about he already did that. You know? And, like, just some of the things. Um, And when you say predestination what I mean is God knows who's going to be saved. He's already predestined. Who's going to be saved is going to be saved. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't believe that, but in many things in the biblically, you can see it and um, we studied it, Mm -hmm. you and I, and I just think that that's something for me that I think, you know, that that that's how it is that's just me though it's not a
0: no no i just wanted you to explain so people have an idea yeah because yeah that that is in the past tense yes
1: he ransomed yeah and there's other things i i was going to try to remember them first i predicted your rescue then i saved you and proclaimed it to the world well First, I predicted your rescue. I don't know. Maybe people don't grab that, but that's what I would, you know? Right. That's, that's how you see it. Familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: one. Thank you very yes, much for bringing of that course. up. Yes. Isaiah chapter 43,
1: verses
0: 14 through 44, verse 5. The Lord's promise of victory. And verse 25 says, I, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake. And we'll never think of them again. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And the note for that says, How tempting it is to remind someone of a past offense. But when God forgives our sins, he totally forgets them. We never have to fear that he will remind us of them later. Because God forgives our sins, we need to forgive others. Absolutely. Now, sometimes that's not easy.
1: No. But work on it. And it doesn't mean that you have to be their best friend or then associate with them you have to do that Mm -hmm. you forgive if you can let them know but you know it doesn't mean you have to be their best buddy Mm -hmm. could you please read verse 44 3 please sure for i will pour out water to quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields and i will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your children
0: beautiful it i just is. to pour out, i just to visualize that yes. pouring out his spirit on the on descendants absolutely gosh yes anything else for there i don't have anything okay yeah isaiah chapter 44 verses 6 through 20 the foolishness of idols And verses 6 through 8 say, This is what the Lord says, Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord of Heaven's armies. I am the first and the last. There is no other God. Who is like me? Let him step forward and prove to you his power. Let him do as I have done since ancient times when I established a people and explained its future. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim my purposes for you long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any other God? No, there is no other rock. Not one. Isaiah is really hammering it home here. Yes. It that eight
1: verse eight is Mm -hmm. beautiful to me. I I love that. I have a note on that. Go ahead. If I can. The manufactured idols were guilty of false advertising. They made big promises, but they were worthless and helpless. In contrast, God fulfills His claims and delivers on all His promises. God challenges us to be His witnesses. When we share our faith with those who can find no meaning in life or have no hope of eternal life, we are not proclaiming anything shabby or unreliable. God is real and life with Him is best. Pray for boldness in your life to share your faith in Christ with friends,
0: relatives, and neighbors. Yes. Yeah. Isaiah chapter 44, verses 21 through 28, restoration for Jerusalem. And really, um, I had just pulled out verse 22. If you could
1: read that, please. I have swept away your sins like a cloud. I have scattered your offenses like the morning mist. Oh, return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Beautiful. Have you, Has anybody ever been per- forgiven a debt or anything the feeling of that mm-hmm. like you have no words yeah. you know uh that's just and that's just earthly yes imagine Beautiful. any anything for
0: there i didn't have any notes um no i don't have a note on that either Isaiah chapter 45, verses 1 through 13, Cyrus, the Lord's chosen one, and the note, the beginning note says, this is the only place in the Bible where a Gentile ruler is said to be anointed. God is the power over all rulers, and he anoints whom he chooses for his special tasks. Cyrus's kingdom spread across 2,000 miles, the largest of any empire then known, including the territories of both the Assyrian and the Babylonian empires. Why did God anoint Cyrus? Because God had a special task for him to do for Israel. Cyrus would allow God's city, Jerusalem, to be rebuilt, and he would set the exiles free without expecting anything in return. Few kings of Israel or Judah had done as much for God's people as Cyrus would do. Yeah. And then verse 7 says, I create the light and make the darkness. I send good times and bad times. I the Lord am the one who does these things. Mm-hmm. Anything for there. God is ruler over light and darkness, over good
1: times and bad times. Our lives are sprinkled with both types of experiences, and both are needed for us to grow spiritually. When God, when good times come, thank God and use your prosperity for him. When bad times come, don't resent them, but ask what you can learn from this refining experience to make you a better servant of God.
0: That takes practice. Yes, it does. It sure does. But it, it helps. Yes. And it does strengthen you. Yeah. It takes your mind off the trial you're in. Yes. Isaiah chapter 45 verses 14 through 25 the future conversion of Gentiles and could you please read verse 17 but the Lord will save the
1: people of Israel with eternal salvation throughout everlasting ages they will never again be humiliated and disgraced and I have a note for it please until this time Israel had anticipated temporal salvation god would save them for, from their enemies here isaiah tells of eternal salvation with god do
0: you think that took a while for them to comprehend. Un, to comprehend i'm sure i'm sure it did because i mean that's that's a totally different way of thinking yes like what yeah but how amazing i know verse 22 says let all the world look to me for salvation for i am god there is no other and then the note for that said salvation is for all nations not just the israelites many times it seems as though israel had an inside track on salvation but god makes it clear that his people include all those who follow him israel was to be the means through which the whole world would come to know god Jesus, the Messiah, fulfilled Israel's role and gave all people the opportunity to follow God. Anything else for there? No. Not good there. Now, the there is an insert, Amy, and in, in our Bible, major idols mentioned in the Bible. Yes. I'm going to take a picture of that and put it on Facebook. Yes. I, that, that's really interesting. Yes, it is. Isaiah chapter forty six verses one through thirteen. Babylon's false gods. Anything for there? I didn't have any any uh, verses or anything. I have verses three and four. It says,
1: "Listen to me, descendants of Jacob, all who are, all who all you who remain in Israel. I have cared for you since you were born. Yes, I carried you before you were born. I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age." I made you and I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. That's beautiful. Yes. And the note said, um, well, verses 1 through 4, Cyrus would carry out God's judgment against Babylon. By or Bae, was the chief deity of the Babylonians nebo was the god of science and learning these gods however needed animals and people to carry them around and could not even save themselves from being taken into captivity they had no power at all in contrast our god created us and cares for us his love is so enduring that he will care for us throughout our lifetime and even through death
0: Mm. anything else that's all i had Isaiah chapter 47, verses 1 through 15, prediction of Babylon's fall. Um, I just had a note for there. Okay. Here Isaiah predicted the fall of Babylon more than 150 years before it happened. At this time, Babylon had not yet emerged as the mightiest force on earth, the proud empire that would destroy Judah and Jerusalem. But the Babylonians, Judah's captors, would become captives themselves in 539 B.C., God, not Babylon, has the ultimate power. He used Babylon to punish his sinful people. Um, I have, we went to
1: 15, right? Yes. I have, the people of Babylon sought advice and help from astrologers and stargazers. But like the idols of wood or gold, astrologers could not even deliver themselves from what was to come from the hand of God. Why rely on those who are powerless? The helpless cannot help us. Alternatives to God are destined to fail. If you want help, find it in God, who has proven his power in creation
0: and in history. Isaiah chapter 48 verses 1 through 11, God's stubborn people. The people of, just this note real quick. The, The people of Judah felt confident because they lived in Jerusalem, the city with God's temple. They depended on their heritage, their city, and their temple, but this was false security because they did not depend on God. Do you feel secure because you go to church or live in a Christian country? Heritage, buildings, or nations cannot give us a relationship with God. We must truly depend on Him personally with all our hearts and minds. And would you please read verse 10?
1: I have refined you. But not as silver is refined. Rather, I have refined you in the furnace of suffering. Yes.
0: That's something. The furnace of suffering get refined.
1: Yeah. There's a song, Refiners Fire. Yes. Yes. You've mentioned that before. Yes, I have. Yeah. I do have a note. Please. Do you find it easy to complain when your life becomes complicated or difficult? Why would a loving God allow all kinds of unpleasant experiences to come to his children? This verse shows us plainly that God tests us in the furnace of suffering. Rather than complain, our response should be to turn to God in faith for the strength to endure and rejoice in our sufferings. For without the testing, we will never know what we are capable of doing, nor will we grow. And without the refining, we will not become more pure and more like Christ. If you are facing adversity or suffering, seek God and His refining work in your life. And once again,
0: work on it. Yes. (laughs) Work on it. It's not overnight. No. No. Anything else for there? That's all I have. Isaiah chapter 48, verses 12 through 22, Freedom from Babylon verse 17 says this is what the lord says your redeemer the holy one of israel i am the lord your god who teaches you what is good for you and leads you along the paths you follow and the note said like a loving parent god teaches and guides us we should listen to him because peace and righteousness come to us as we obey his word refusing to pay attention to god's commands invites punishment, and threatens that peace and righteousness. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's like building blocks. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah, it does. And you're always learning new things, new ways to approach things, for sure. God's word. Like, it's always intertwined, and then you build from it. Exactly, yep. Anything else?
1: I have for a note for 4822. says many people cry out for comfort security and relief but they haven't taken the first steps to turn away from sin and open the channels to god they have not repented and trusted in him if you want true peace seek god first then he will give you his peace there you start there yeah it's it takes a long time to think well maybe not for some people To thank God if you're in a major trial and to say, all I want is your will. You know, don't, if you can't do that yet, you're, you're striving upward. Mm -hmm. Just keep striving upward. Yes.
0: It's an amazing way to approach it because, you know, if you're, if you're praying or you're talking to God and you're like, Lord, I just, in this situation, I just want your will, whatever your will is going to be. So be it. So be it. There it is. It's putting trust in God. Yes. And understanding that he knows what's best for you. He knows where he's leading you. Yeah. Whatever that be.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, he closes doors and opens them for us. And whatever that is, we is, he's got you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Like a quick example. My older boy you know he he graduated from college he is trying to find his first quote unquote real job yeah and has had a difficult time with it and you know in each in each case where he's applied and they do like the online interviews i'm kind of like you know i'm I'll pray f- i'm going to pray for you and whatever god's will and he doesn't quite he doesn't understand that he takes right. it as a negative right but it's not no and i explained it to him i go honey Let me explain what I mean by this. Wherever, because he's on his own path. And so I go, honey, wherever God needs you to be, he's going to open that up for you. It may be you don't, you don't belong here.
1: Yeah.
0: He needs you somewhere else. And maybe that wherever you may, wherever you need to be may not open up for five months or something. So you just have to wait. Yeah. Wait in the word. Yeah, I know. That's beautiful. Exactly. Well said. So don't think because something isn't happening right away or the way you want that it's failure. Not at all. Mm -mm. It wasn't what was best for you. Mm -hmm. That's right. Before we get into chapter 49, there was a paragraph uh, before the scripture and it said, In this section, Isaiah looks forward to the coming of the Redeemer. Salvation would be accomplished through the arrival, suffering, and exaltation of the Lord's servant, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 49, verses 1 through 7, the Lord's servant commissioned. And would you please read verses 3 through 6?
1: Yes. He said to me, you are my servant, Israel, and you will bring me glory. I replied, but my work seems so useless. I have spent my strength for nothing and to no purpose. Yet I leave it all in the Lord's hands. I will trust God for my reward. And now the Lord speaks, the one who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant, who commissioned me to bring Israel back to him. The Lord has honored me, and my God has given me strength he says you will do more than restore the people of israel to me i will make you a light to the gentiles and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth thank you so when we think our what we're doing has no purpose exactly yes it does for sure yes
0: the note i had before the servant the messiah was born god had chosen him to bring the light of the gospel or the message of salvation to the world. Christ offered salvation to all nations and his apostles began the missionary movement to take this gospel to the ends of the earth. Missionary work today continues Jesus's great commission. And then commission means to be sent out to fulfill a particular purpose. Okay. And they refer to Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 through 20. And this is what it says. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the, and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Anything else for there? Um, no, I don't have anything. Isaiah chapters 49, 8 through 53 promises of Israel's restoration. Anything stand out to you there? Um, Verses
1: 51 and 2. Um, I have God promised to fight for Israel, but Israel sold itself into sin. Israel had caused its own problems. The people of Israel forgot God and trusted in other countries to help them. God had not rejected Israel But
0: Israel had rejected God. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Isaiah chapter 50 verses 4 through 11. The Lord's obedient servant. And verses 4 through 5 say, The sovereign Lord has given, given me his words of wisdom so that I know how to comfort the weary. Morning by morning he wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. The Sovereign Lord has spoken to me and I have listened. I have not rebelled or turned away. This sentence that says morning by morning, he wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. Oh. You can wake up every morning and just talk to God and ask him to, to do that every yeah. morning. Let your will be
1: done. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes.
0: Anything for there.
1: Um, I had number 10 and 11 who says, Who among you fears the Lord and obeys his servant? If you are walking in darkness without a ray of light, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. But watch out, you who live in your own light and warm yourselves by your own fires. This is the reward you will receive from me. You will soon fall down in great torment. And then the note was... If we walk by our own light and reject God's, we become self-sufficient, and the result of self-sufficiency is torment. When we place confidence in our own intelligence, appearance, or accomplishments instead of God, we risk torment later when these strengths fade.
0: Because they will. Isaiah chapter 51, verses 1 through 23, a call to trust the Lord. Friend, would you mind reading verse 12? I, yes, I am the one who comforts you.
1: So why are you afraid of mere humans who wither like the grass and disappear?
0: Thank you. Yes. And then verses 15 and 16 say, For I am the Lord your God who stirs up the sea, causing its waves to roar. My name is the Lord of heaven's armies, and now I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safely in my hand. Mm. I stretched out the sky like a canopy and laid the foundations of the earth. I am the one who says to Israel, you are my people. That is so beautiful. Isn't it? Uh-huh. I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safely in my hand. Gosh. Any notes for that section at all? Yes, I have
1: God's people feared Babylon, but not God. They had reason to fear Babylon, For the harm it wanted to do but they should have also realized that god's power is much greater than babylon's babylon was interested in making the people captives god was interested in setting them free the people had misplaced their fear and their love jerusalem should have feared god's power
0: and love his mercy thank you Mm -hmm. isaiah 50 chapter 52 verses 1 through 12 deliverance for jerusalem and could you please read verses four through six please sure this is
1: what the sovereign lord says long ago my people chose to live in egypt now they are oppressed by assyria what is this asked the lord why are my people enslaved again those who rule them shout in exaltation my name is blasphemed all day long but i will reveal my name to my people and they will come to know its power then at last they
0: will recognize that I am the one who speaks to them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then verse 12 says, you will not leave in a hurry running for your lives for the Lord will go ahead of you. Yes. The God of Israel will protect you from behind, Gosh. which is, that's one of my favorite verses where I, darn it. I don't know what off the top of my head, but just where the Lord's yes. in front of you and behind you. Yep. That's, I remember that verse. Yes. Beautiful. Any notes for there?
1: Um, God says that the feet of those who bring good news are beautiful. It is a wonderful privilege to be able to share God's good news with others. His news of redemption, salvation, and peace. To whom do you need to give the good news?
0: Isaiah chapters 52, 13 through 53, 12. The Lord's suffering servant. Now we're going to read this whole thing. If you want to split it up, we can. Or if you're okay, okay reading all
1: of it, you let me know. See, my servant will prosper. He will be highly exalted. But many were amazed when they saw him. His face was so disfigured he seemed hardly human and from his appearance one would scarcely know he was a man, and he will startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence, for they will see what they had not been told. They will understand what they had not heard about. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot like a a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weakness he carried, it was our sorrows that weighed him down. And when we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins, he was beaten so we could be whole, he was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away, we have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly yet he never said a word he was led like a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep is and as a sheep is silent before the shearers he did not open his mouth unjustly condemned he was led away no one cared that he died without descendants that his life was cut short in midstream but he was struck down from the b- rebellion of my people he had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. He was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because... Of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious victorious soldier, because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels.
0: Thank you very much. I, I know
1: that was a lot. That's okay. To think what he did for us. You know and a lot the worst thing that can happen to you is not dying. The worst thing that can happen to you is going to hell. In my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That you aren't going to have eternity with Christ.
0: Mhm.
1: It's not dying. No. No. You know and and sometimes when you feel blue or something or down or woe is me you think about that God on that cross. Yes. And surely we can suffer a little for what he's done. Yeah. As mothers, can we imagine our child? I'd feel like I'd die. Yes. Don't you? Yes. Yes. Like, how was that held together? So, in reality, if we really think about it, death, okay.
0: Yeah. But I agree with you. Yeah. But, you know, so, it, you know, as, as, middle-aged women yes you know we go for tests and whatnot and i'll just speak for myself you know there's always that i always know there's that fear going in each year like i am going to be riddled with something yes horrible yeah and that fear does kick in but that's when you know you're reading the bible and understanding more and more each time it gets easier and the, the fear and the anxiety lessens yeah you know, and as we prepare to make a certain
1: meal, like how you're saying you read the Bible, you this, that, like prepare yourself in advance. Like maybe read like, okay, I'm going to find um certain word in the Bible and find where it all is or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, or, or read a book on what the gospel is a little 10 page, you know, or something, but prepare yourself. Yes. That's yes. right you know um that's that's for sure we all go through hard times but in reality no sooner can i think about being put on a cross i mean like i often think this there was no way to be comfortable i know that sounds silly yeah but like his feet he's on a piece of
0: wood yeah you can't in the position of the arms and everything that we've read, just just physically about being on that cross, mm-hmm. is ultimate discomfort. Yeah, you know, um, and all of all of the um, whippings and and everything that they they put him through, and being separated from God, his father. Yes, um, I just
1: had some testing done, and I was in. Um, they were. Something else came up, so I had to go in, and there's this man in there, and I'm feeling like, well, I probably do have cancer in my chest, and you know, God, if this is your will, but there's still fear at times. Sure. We're human beings. Yeah. And so I'm hearing this man crying, and the nurse is talking to him, and he said, I don't know why I'm here. I just got diagnosed with stage four cancer. Why why do they need me here why do i have to they have already told me what it is and she's like sir because they want to figure out how to treat treat it properly well i'm gonna die i don't want to die he was just crying and crying oh, and i thought goodness. how can i dare complain mm-hmm. how can i dare have one sorrowful moment about me being able to physically walk in here this poor man was he an older man no oh. He looked like he was in his thirties. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you're like, you know, he hasn't lived even long as I have. And, um, it just put me in my place, you know? And that just hit me in a way that I, God, I, I will never forget about him. And I pray for him every day. You saw that for a reason. Yeah, I did. And, um, they had him in a room, and I just, it just broke my heart. But, again, there's a plan in it. Yes. And his death may be bringing his whole family to Christ. We don't know. hmm So, you know. It just snaps you. Yeah. It snaps you out of it like, oh, good, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Humanly. Of course I felt... You know, we feel these things, so... Of
0: course. Yeah. And the thing is, none of us know how long we have. No. We really... Like, I may be gone tomorrow. Right. We we don't know. Yeah.
1: That's why we have to live the moments for Him. Yeah. For His glory. You're ironing at home. Well, you iron for the Lord.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. The mo- And the most important is raising those children up. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know? Yeah. Now, my... So, my parents have passed, but Chris's parents are still alive. And he's starting to see them get older and less mobile and yeah. and whatnot. And that's something that, you know, that does take a toll. Whether you want to admit it, you know, or even if you don't, like... Even if you don't like fully understand it, it does affect you. Sure, seeing your parents or your loved ones slow down. Yeah. So you know, I just told them, I'm like, you know, let's let's just let's take Thanksgiving and enjoy it because they're coming over and just give love and enjoy and make good memories. And that's what that's all we can do. That's it. That's it. Because yeah we know like we know consciously as a as a person yeah they are gonna pass one they day
1: yeah they are
0: yeah. and you just pray you know
1: it'll be very hard yes you know i know that our relationships with our mothers was different than the relationship he has with his parents yes which is wonderful that he has that but don't you think it's different
0: for him oh sure than, than ours yeah oh absolutely yeah. and he's the oldest yes he's know, the oldest. he's the oldest boy um so all those things you have to take into consideration yeah. and but it does it does hurt him whether he wants to admit it or not yeah. and i'm not like shaming him or anything no. I, it's just life it's life You'd, it's the yeah you know when i saw my grandma start to slow down And God bless her, that wasn't until she hit 90. That's why she slowed down. (laughs) But it does hit you. You know, like, okay, like, yeah, she is 90. Yeah. And she can't do this anymore. No. And, you know, for you with your grandma,
1: that was your longest relationship on earth. Mm -hmm. You know, they usually say siblings or this and that, but your grandma was your longest relationship.
0: You know, that's true. I never even thought about it like that.
1: So she knew you from beginning to adulthood. And I'm sure
0: that's a loss. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is the one... Now, don't get me wrong. I was very sad when Grandma passed. But I was also like, that woman lived, A, a life. Yes. And, B, she lived a long time. Yeah. But it didn't hurt as much as when my... Grandparents on my mom's side passed because I was so close to them. Yes. Um, But yeah, I never even looked at it that way. That that was the longest relationship on earth. Yeah. And that has just
1: something you know that means something. The things that she saw. Oh yeah. Just in
0: life. Yeah, and she was spunky. Oh, (laughs) from the to the end. And that woman drank like not alcoholic drank. But, like she kept the wine business in, in check, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, she was a yeah, that's... at the towards the end when she like she moved into um like an assisted care apartment, yeah, and I looked in her um in her fridge, and that woman had wine and dark chocolate, <laughs> that was it <laughs> wine and dark chocolate, hey. I'm like, this is amazing, Who am I to say anything? I
1: know, I know. That's wonderful. That is a good story. Yeah. You always enjoyed going to see her. Yeah. You know? It was always something new with yes, her. Yeah. It was wonderful.
0: And then real quick, like, I'll never forget this. My older cousin, she was having a um, a wedding reception. Now, my older boy maybe was four okay. at the time. So... So we all go, and, and uh, it was just the three of us at the time, and I go, Grandma, will you please watch Brendan? I I had to go do something, so I'm like, will you please watch Brendan? Okay. So I come back. Grandma's gone. Brendan's gone. I'm like, oh. where did they go? Because <laughs> it's a big party. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my Lord. They are gone. I'm looking everywhere. They are, both of them are sitting at the bar. No she has that kid up on a bar
1: stool. <laughs> Come on, we're going to go over here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> what a good memory. Hey, she was watching him. Oh, no. She was watching him. Yeah. She just was... had him
0: belly up to the
1: bar with yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, how sweet. What a good memory, yeah. Huh? yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. That's that's a great story.
0: You really can't forget seeing a four-year-old no. sitting at the bar with, like, <laughs> at that point is. 80 year old woman yeah no <laughs> kidding huh?
1: oh my goodness that's a good one does he know that story
0: he, no he doesn't remember oh, it. he was so young that
1: is cute that's cute gosh
0: you know in his eyes it's like that's well that's great
1: grandma so yeah. I'll go with her sure I'm gonna she's I'm going with her she'll keep me safe <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny that's a good one yeah that's good so oh. all right well
0: let's finish this up because okay. we do have some notes okay um I'll start off. It said, This chapter continues to speak of the Messiah Jesus who would suffer for the sins of all the people. Such a prophecy is astounding. Who would believe that God would choose to save the world through a humble, suffering servant rather than a glorious king? The idea is contrary to human pride and worldly thinking, but God often works in ways we don't expect. The Messiah's strength is shown by humility, suffering, and mercy. mercy Mercy. oh
1: that's beautiful i have a note too um it says how could an old testament person understand the idea of christ dying for our sins actually bearing the punishment that we deserved the sacrifice suggests this idea but it is one thing to kill a lamb and something quite different to think of God's chosen servant as that lamb. But God was pulling aside the curtain of time to let the people of Isaiah, people of Isaiah's day look ahead to the suffering of the future Messiah and the resulting forgiveness made available to all people. Thank you.
0: Yes. Um, I had one more, and this was regarding... Chapter 53, verse 11. It says, the ver- This verse tells of the enormous family of believers who will become right with God, not by their works, but by the Messiah's great work on the cross. They are justified because they have claimed Christ, the righteous servant, as their Savior and Lord. Their life of sin is stripped away, and they are clothed with Christ's goodness. Beautiful. I do have another note. Go ahead. Yeah. It said there was
1: nothing there was nothing beautiful or majestic in the physical appearance of this servant. Israel would miscalculate the servant's importance. They would consider him an ordinary man, but even though Jesus would not affect a large following based on his physical appearance, he would bring salvation and healing many people miscalculate the importance of jesus's life and work and they need faithful christians to point out this extraordinary nature his extraordinary nature thank you of course
0: anything else no anything that you want to talk about because that's that's it that's all no I, I think we talked
1: i mean i ta- i said what i yeah
0: no, I'm good. You're all good. Yes. Okay. So let's give out some information. The email is basicbiblestudy19 at gmail dot com. Facebook and Instagram is at my basic bible study, and the website is mybasicbiblestudy.com. dot com. That you can find a lot of the links to the podcast there, and then on Facebook you will find um, what our current reading and the upcoming reading. And then also any of the inserts that we talk about from our Bible, I'll put on there. Next time we will remain in Isaiah, we'll be reading 54 through 66. Okay. I
1: love Isaiah.
0: It's amazing. I mean, goodness. You know, when we when we read through it before, I, I got a sense of it, but reading through it again, oh, it's heavy. Yeah, like, I didn't lot. remember all of this. No. Yes. No. yes. Well, folks, thank you so much. Have a blessed week, and we probably won't get back until after Thanksgiving. Okay, well, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, and take care. Yes.